Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. And I'm Anna. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, we got a text from Liz uh, last night, and her mother is was in the hospital. Is still, I guess, is still in the hospital, and. And uh, so we haven't heard any other updates. Uh, her kidneys were failing, and the doctors were thinking uh, she's probably coming to an end uh, as far as being here on the planet. And um, so we're just going to send some, uh, I'll say a lot of good thoughts and, and prayers light, yeah. to uh, to uh, Helen, which is uh, Liz's mom, and Liz and, and her brothers and brother and sisters and the rest of the family. I know that's she's been talking about it for a while, but you know, going through it. It's a very different thing. It's, yeah. yeah, different. So send uh, some of my good prayers and thoughts to her and um hopefully uh she'll be back on the air soon. Yeah. And uh you know it'll it'll be it'll be a few days before that. So, you know, that'll give her some time to at least get started in the process of a process. Yeah. A yeah. process. <laughs> right. Um, so other than that, um, how are you doing cousin? I'm doing well. I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, we look at, we look at life in such different ways. I mean, I know Liz is going through this with her mom. We've had some interesting events in our family the last couple of weeks where our patriarch passed away and our uncle is not well. And so we've been really sending a lot, you know, just really putting a lot out there as far as, um, you know, wellness energy and even, you know, people pass and people are very upset about their perceived loss, not knowing that, the person energetically is still existing. I mean, it's still there. And I think that's important for all of us to understand. And of course our human selves, (laughs) that's not an easy task at all. It's not an easy task at all because we do get caught up in that, in the memories and the wanting and that person is here. You know, and I think about our Lolo and, you know, at 96, living such a full life and there are things about him that you know I didn't know which every you know you things come to light with him you know just with our family and getting to know our family more and experiencing that love I think is is so amazing but also know that you know our time on this planet is is fleeting in this human in whatever human body that we chose for this go-round right so I look at that and I think, how can, you know, when we think of, when, we, when I look at it that way, let me just say that, when I look at it that way, I want to do more. I want to explore more. I want to experience more on this planet. So it's really taking in, you know, I keep going back to the, the small things, the quantum things, but I think that's important as well. And I think with you, Elisa, like you spend a lot of time with our Aunt Selma. Of course, you're packing her up so she's moving houses, and that's a good thing. As, you know, and I think about that, too, because it's like her experience here 
is, oh, I just, I'm going to interrupt myself because I just saw an amazing, beautiful cardinal flitter across the deck. So generally, I would say that that was my mother. Right. (laughs) Because she is, she's here and she's visiting. So those little things, but also um, the, the idea of really paying attention to what you're doing throughout your day, becoming more aware of the experiences. And one thing that I know that I do for myself is I keep busy. And I don't like that, and, I, and I'm not liking that word anymore. Not the fact that I don't like to be busy. I love it. I love doing things. I love creating because I will say that pretty much half of my day is taken up creating something, usually for another person. <laughs> um, it, is, it is creating. And I think for me right now just watching, you know, things that are happening in our, in our yard things that are going on. I mean, I don't watch the news. I don't, you know, I don't listen to the radio. I don't ingest any of that information. But, you know, someone actually, I was messaging with a friend yesterday, and she said, Anna, you've got a lot of friends. Like, you, <laughs> you're like keeping up with all these people. But, and, and I bless social media, especially in this time when we can't really be face-to-face with a lot of people that we would really enjoy being face-to-face with. And, um, and thank you for my tea, Alisa. Alisa has got us tea. It's wonderful. <laughs> so, you know, and I, of course, my brain's on constantly. And it's, it's like, it's, it's not about, um, you know, somebody once said to me, it's about quality, not quantity. I said, but what, can, what, if, what if we can have both? Mm. What if we can have quality and quantity? What if we can have both, all of that in our lives? Like we can have an abundance of, you know, whatever it is that we want. And, I'm, you know, I love people, so I, I have an abundance of people in my life. And I feel very blessed because a lot, I mean, you know, they, of course, there are varying degrees. There are some people I don't talk to, like this one person I was messaging yesterday. I had not talked to her in probably almost seven years. Wow. Um, and we started messaging, and she's moved out to California. Mm-hmm. We started messaging last year, and it's not, there was nothing nothing not right about our relationship. We were just friends that kind of grew apart and it was really kind of cool because she, she messaged me and she's like, you know, how are you doing? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. And it's like, we picked up right where we left off. And I think that's really cool. But she was saying last night, she, because I was telling her we have mutual friends here in Atlanta. And so I was like, Oh, I saw so-and-so and I saw so-and-so you know, we were going back and forth. She's like, yeah, you've got a lot of friends, don't you? And I said, yeah. And I said, we have a lot of mutual friends too. She said, yeah, but I haven't, you haven't really kept up with them as <laughs> much, you know? And I, I said, it's okay because you, people are going to ebb and flow into your life. And I think I look back at, you know, you know, my, you know, five years ago and how different my life was five years ago than it is now. And there's no, right or wrong or good or bad about it. It just is. And so, um, of course, in the process of um, FaceTiming with my daughter, who is, oh, my gosh, she's just knocking me off my socks with her creativity. (laughs) And uh, she makes these puppets, these, um, well, she starts with, like, a dinosaur mask, but she makes them into these characters. I mean, everything from ears to eye. Last night she had magnetic eyelashes. She had put on one of them. <laughs> and she, I mean, everything, like the, 
uh, most part, she makes the, the mittens or the hands that she wears, and um, they usually have a tail. These have these big fuzzy ears. I mean, it's an interesting-looking creature, whatever this is. She's made three of them already. She's on her third one. Oh, my gosh. But she paints the mask. I mean, she paints them in all these different colors, and um, just her creativity, you know, just watching her grow as a as a human being, you know, and I get that during the, you know, during the day I get generally that. And now with her, um, it's been either I get photographs, texts, or a FaceTime call almost every day. That's great. And I've just been elated at that. And she's 12 and she's just, you know, I'm encouraging her and I, I, you know, she is amazing. So I tell her she is so creative and I tell her Mm -hmm. and I said, and I, and I'm blessed that she shares her, her stuff with me. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very cool. And I think one of the things that, you know, her mom and I are chatting with each other a little bit, but her mom said just encourage her to um, to be okay with things that don't go exactly as planned. And I said, well, yeah, I'm a huge. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that completely. No, but I, mean, I know in her creativity and her art, you know, she makes a mistake. But, you know, we used to, and I don't like that word mistake, we used to say we make effects. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't charge you extra for it. Right? That's <laughs> that was, good. That used to be my joke, you know. I'll make an effect and I won't charge you extra Well, for it. and it's good to yeah. for her to see that it's that's still part of the creative process. Yes. You know, well, you're, you're still going to you're still going to, to tweak things. I mean, yeah. her brother does it all the time. All the time. He make not that he makes mistakes necessarily, but but probably in his in in maybe putting a Lego set together incorrectly you know whatever that means he found other ways to um to to do it like Jaden is um it's not a it's not i put it together incorrectly it's whoever designed that <laughs> didn't have a flaw but they had something that needed to be tweaked he modifies everything that's funny yeah that's a, that's a good <laughs> that's, way of looking at it and that's him i mean that's the way he does he says i felt like it needed to be this way instead of that way and I'm all for that too. And I and I praise his creativity. You know, he does so much, <clears throat> so many different things as well. Like he's into those um, those puzzles that are made out or, or things that are made out of pre like the wood, and it's like a build kit. Yeah, like a like balsa wood or something. <laughs> yeah, and so he's making these. And actually, what the really cool part of that was um, when they were here, I took them over to our uncle Eddie's who. He's into that too. He does it too. Yeah. Not only does it do the do the kits, he does handmade. He has some handmade stuff yeah. that he did, literally from the scrap. Yeah. Of the, and it's amazing. And I mean, he had Jaden's attention, and Jaden told me that was his favorite part of being coming to visit, coming to be here um, for that that week. Yeah. Is going over to Lolo. They call him Lolo Eddie and Aunt, and Lolo Julie. <laughs> Going over to their house. Yeah. And that's the food, you know. Well, <laughs> always goes, goes without saying. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all those little uh, nuances of life that, you know, I go I go back to. I remember when I first started uh, Law of Attraction, my idea of Law of Attraction and what that was. And, you know, really saying I'm going to build this big thing and I'm going to do this big and I'm going to have this. And, and certainly I did. I mean, not just me very much a co-creative experience that uplifted a business, you know, to the point, you know, it's like 
you, it's almost like I did it to see if it worked almost, uh, <laughs> you know, and it did, and it was so cool. And now um, I look at it as how do we, I don't want to say simplify, but in a way simplify how we create because sometimes we have this idea of, of bigness that we want um, in our heads, and sometimes it feels like maybe it's too big to get there, mm. you know. So chunking it down into bite-sized pieces or maybe even taking a bite of that one piece and going, I like this, and this has totally changed. So, you know, and I know my brain's flittering here. So it's like, you know, b- back to law of attraction because that's, you know, that's how we started. That's how we, you know, got this, you know, station going as law of attraction and inspired action. And it really is that because the universe likes action. We live on this planet to take inspired action. But what does that mean? I mean, that could be something like packing up our ants. That can mean something <laughs> like um, going, in, going down the street and picking up a hall of wood for the fireplace. You know, that could be, you know, inspired, little inspired actions for the little fleeting things that we love in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, so, the, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, well, I love the, the, the carrot. I think the big thing that really turned people off is there was this carrot that was dangled that you could have big house, big car, boat, you know, all that stuff by just thinking these thoughts. And, then it, you know, and people don't realize that it is a cause and effect universe, mm-hmm. ebb and flow, yin, yang, whatever you want to put. It's, it's contrast. It's clarity. It's all of those things. And so when you play with that, and not saying that anything extreme has to happen, but I do know personal experience now, how many years later, I, what is that, uh, what was it, 2007? So we're going on how many years now that I've been in this mode? See, when look, you know, personal experience says when you want growth and expansion, be ready for changes that are significant in your life. And not saying that that has to be a not good thing. Just knowing that the little quantum steps towards whatever it is that you want, there's a ripple effect. And we talked about this on the last show. You know, you're the drop. But what happens when that drop becomes more and expands? I mean, it keeps going. Mm -hmm. The drop never stops. Ooh, I like that. Uh I saw a T-shirt. I saw a T-shirt in her future. Everything's a T-shirt because that's that's my training right there. Um, well, I, I like what you're saying, mm-hmm. and obviously because we share the same brain, it makes sense <laughs> to me. But what's interesting, despite the fact that we share the same brain, um, our outward uh, accomplishments are very different <laughs> because. Yeah. You know, just uh, people who who listen to this station and this show regularly know, um, I'm usually not the chatterbox. It, it's it's true. It's usually Anna or Liz, and I, I mean, I have my moments. You know, I have my 15 seconds of fame. No, it, it's just I'm usually the more I'm usually just listening. I'm also usually looking at things on you know elsewhere on the on the screen, and uh, and so what's interesting. As you were talking, I, I end up internalizing a lot of it. I look at um, – you were talking about you had things you wanted to create. And for me, the things I've always been interested in creating, I don't think about it that way. But when I look at it, um, I still have some of your T-shirts. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Raven. When I look at it, I look at how it is – how is it going to affect people? I look at the relationships 
and the people involved. And I, and I mean, that's almost like an aha moment, you know, a few minutes ago, because it isn't about the stuff, but how are we going to enjoy it? You know, how are we, or how are we going to be in it, in the, in a situation? I guess if I had turned it into a monetary thing, it'd be a reality show on, on, you know, I, I, I create a reality show, but that's not, it's not, it's not just to see, but to be part of it. Um, like I got a call yesterday, a text yesterday from an old, well, a client of mine who's done wine tours, a couple of wine tours. And I remember her on the last tour last year saying, we may want to hire you for, like, she's like, do you do like wedding stuff? And and I remember her asking me that. And I said, well, you know, I've, I've been asked to do certain things or to quote on them, but it just hasn't panned out. Usually when it's happening, it's on a Saturday, which is our busiest day. So I'm usually, I'm usually already booked. So it just depends. Well, she texted me her, her wedding is on a Friday because it's too expensive on a Saturday, (laughs) you know, but she said there were a few things that were going on with this venue. Like she didn't want to have the the caterers that they, they were going to make you use if you, if you did that. She's like, you know, it's, it's like a thousand dollar difference. She's like, and I know in wedding terms, that's a small amount. But and I'm thinking, well, yeah, but a thousand dollars is a thousand dollars, and if you don't have to part with that, then don't, um, and you get the food you want. So anyway, it's on a Friday, and it's in town, and she said, she said, I'm I'm just trying to see what you would, what your quote would be, and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm available on that Friday. I already know I'll be available. I'll make it available because you're asking so far in advance. And it was just the possibility. And then, then the reality of it is, you know, it might not be worth my time. If it's really, if it, you know, even on Friday traffic, it won't be, obviously, it won't be an eight-hour day. I'm secretly glad for that. But what would I do? Like, what would I quote? So it's something I'm thinking about. And I told her, I said, look, you know, your options, because she, she's like, I just really enjoy using your company. You're easy to work with. But she said, if it might not be worth your time. I said, I'm. I'm willing to quote because it's you and you've done a few tours with me and I, and I, and I like you and, I, and I've met her fiance. So, you know, they're, they're really, really sweet people. So I said, I won't be hurt if, if my quote is too high for you, but you know, I, I just appreciate you considering me. Yeah. And, and she said, well, you know, I, I love you guys. And, you know, I'm, yeah, so I, that feels good. I feel that ripple effect where people are starting to use it for other, but for other options and other possibilities that i wouldn't have even thought about seriously. And you yeah. did say, because you did that over the holidays, you did a wedding. Right. Um, and, and a couple other things for that one group that you liked that and you wanted to bring more of that, mm-hmm. possibly bring more of that. But you, again, you said, I don't know how that fits in. And, you know, I think it's interesting how now you're getting another call mm-hmm. I don't know how many calls you get and what that entails, and you've done one-offs. And that's why I said, like, your goal, I mean, you do the wine tours, and now here we are rippling off into another segment of let me help with your wedding or let me um, take your, I think you did a father or a father-in-law around the city and gave him a tour one day <laughs> because he was in town. You know, so different things like that, and you're open to the possibility, yeah. and I think that's the beauty of it. And, again, you know, throwing that word of law of attraction on there, but we also speak into 
the experience, especially if it's a great experience and you had fun with it. Right. And you talked about it and you got excited about it. Boom, there it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you got more. Hey, do you think about doing this? You know, and that's also going to help you with, you know, I know at one point we were talking about adding brewery tours and, you know, and it just got to be a little much, but. Yeah. Well, because I'm realizing, I'm, you know, I, I end up doing things. I, my approach has always been kind of do things backwards. Like, why not, why not take the, the 49 day cruise when you're in your, you know, when you're nowhere near retirement age <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and just see how it goes. You're just reverse engineering it. I am. In a sense, I am. Um, you know, who knows in past lifetimes, maybe I waited too late to do some of these things <laughs> and I'm able to enjoy them with, with my parents. I'm able to enjoy it with people that even if they get on my every last nerve at times, <laughs> because it happens. Um, I love them dearly. Yeah. I mean, even with my aunt who, you know, when you live with, and Anna, you'll know this cause you know, we've lived together, but now when, when you, when you do share space with somebody, you're not going to have, you're going to have days where, you know, maybe I'll just stay in my room or <laughs> I'm going to be uh, off site today. I'll be out of the house today for uh, an extended period of time uh, for me. I'm taking some me time. I'm just going to get out of the space. But the thing is, especially with family, like you're never going to really escape them. I mean, even, even when you pass, you're never really going to escape, escape them, right? Because we got weird weirdos doing ancestor walls and, and doing the work, you know, on this side of the veil. So it's interesting where um, you start to make some, not, I don't want to say the word sacrifices, but you start to see where, awesome. yeah, it's a compromise, some type of eyes, um, ice, ice, <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> you, you have you this end is up, how we live, y'all. I this know. Is this is only on like half a cup of tea. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, I, how many days have I gone over to Aunt Thomas? Every day. Every. <laughs> and here's the thing, you know, the next tomorrow I'll probably do a half day watching my niece because she's. Closing. And then they're then they're closing on their house. And, and you're like, oh, I guess we're gonna celebrate tomorrow evening. I'm like, I'm probably gonna go to bed because <laughs> I'll be so tired, and then. I have a wine tour Saturday. Uh, Sunday is our cousin's gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday I'm watching Isabel because it's still in the, it's a holiday, President's Day, so her school is not in session. And um, and then Tuesday, I guess I'll be back at it, officially continuing continuing to pack up. Hopefully we can get every well get the aunt moved in by the weekend. But definitely before the end of the month, which is a week from Monday. Right. So, but I'm looking at things, and, and you're right. It's like I'm looking at things when I get to my aunt's house. I'm like, oh my gosh. And she's so funny. She's like, oh, we're we're we're, we're you know we're, we're, there. we're not much not much left. I'm like, there's so much still on the on the shelves, you know. <laughs> what about this room? What about the garage, Auntie? You know, what about the shed in the back? <laughs> so. It's like, yeah, it's not much now. I'm like, what about all the food you still have? We have to pack that up too, you know. So I'm I'm having like logistical nightmare nightmares. Yes, you're the logistics person. Yeah. You see it. You've been that. I mean you were when I had my big print studio, you were that person, but you see it. You're like, Oh my god, I see it. Yeah. And it'll get done. The thing is it'll that, get done. It's it's that's the what I'm saying is in the process of doing that. And in the joy of doing it, and I know sometimes it doesn't feel joy-filled, 
the thing is, is that it all passes. It yeah. all, things happen. And, and I mean, when you can be in this state of knowing that, okay, yeah, I didn't put the, here's a crazy one that we have here. It's like, you know, we forgot to take the garbage out on Monday. Okay. Now we got to wait another week. And is the trash can going to be full? And, you know, I know that sounds weird, but that's a little nuance of life. Of Do I get upset at myself because I didn't pull the can out? <laughs> or, do, or do I get thrilled to the fact this time around that the can could possibly be filled? And the joy is, is the recycling can actually fuller than the trash can? You know, so weird. <laughs> Those are the things that jumble through my head. So when you can be in a state of appreciation and gratitude, that's a big deal. Like appreciation, appreciation and gratitude that our aunt doesn't see all that you see and she's not panicking. <laughs> I do appreciate that. She does know. Because she, she's, she's, she's just been working on all of her clothes. She's been doing oh, laundry. Yeah. She's been sorting through. Um, to her credit, like pretty much all the closets, I think. Right. I haven't looked. I haven't looked at her. She has two closets in her bedroom. You're right. I haven't looked at those, the second closet. I know at least one closet's done, but all the closets in the house are empty. Um, wow. Which, if you've ever looked in anyone's closet, <laughs> there's usually a ton of stuff in there. But she, she's, and she's been very methodical. She, um, she's had to run stuff through the, through the wash. Mm-hmm. She needs to. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's also taken the, the moment to sort through. So we have a whole pile in the garage. There's a pile of stuff we're donating. I've boxed up what I've boxed up, which is mostly all the kitchen stuff is also on the other side of the garage. Right. Just to get out of space. Cause I'm like, well, we got, we got more boxes we're going to have to put in. It's not as much as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's still have to take the time to do it. And so, like, if you walk in, it looks like nothing has changed in her living room because all her stuff is still there. Well, but it's furniture and living space. Yeah. I mean, literally. So, and little and little tchotchkes on the right. on all the shelves. Right. So those are things. I'm like, are you sure you need these? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, let me look. And she's first. She always says yes, <laughs> and then she looks closer. Oh no, no, no! I don't need that. Yeah. She, you, know, you can just throw it away. I said, okay, I'll donate it. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it away. So we've, and, and honestly, I still have things there too. Yeah. So I have a big box of stuff that I'm also going through. So here's what the day is. Usually I'm, I'm here for part of the day because I, I need, I need internet access to do some of the work I'm doing from the rest of my life. And then, and then I come over and it's usually out in the afternoon. I don't want to disturb her, her soap opera watching. She still does, you know, she watches stuff and she's got laundry going. Yeah. Or she's watching things and she's folding. So she is doing some things. But it, it is hard for her to, to stand um, for, you know, what we consider a very short amount of time. But it's hard for her. So even when we're in the kitchen, she will bring a stool over and kind of lean on the stool. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I have to be aware of that. Like she cannot... She's not going to be feeling good if we do this the way, you know, I would assume most people just like, okay, you stand and you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you wrap up or you make decisions or you put them in a pile. And she, so she's doing what she can. And she, cause she sees that I'm coming in every day and I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, futz around and do something. And cause it still requires her to make that decision. Yes. Keep it. No, throw it away. <laughs> um, 
and and so thank God the trash came over because her stuff was full, both both trash and recycling. Mm-hmm. We recycled a ton of plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had I have things that I'm sorting through, but I'm also looking at her, thinking, you know, she she's been very grateful. She's like, Alisa, none of this would have gotten done without you. I mean, I, I couldn't have done it yeah. by myself. So then she said, let's take a break. Let's go out to eat. We've gone out to eat like almost every day this week. Or she's had me go over if I have to run over to Home Depot to get something. She would just here, take my card, you know, get what you need at Home Depot, and then go by and get that salad. And that salad is a Chick-fil-A Southwest salad. So I I know the code. Um, So we've we've gone out to eat, and I I think she feels obligated to do that. Well, not obligated. she thinks that things differently. Like one, you got to eat. So we're, we're going yeah, to eat. And the thing is, she's a Taurus. She's such a Taurus. It's so funny because I think three days, not maybe not three consecutive days, we went to the same restaurant and got the same, she got the same meal. Like it's a salmon, it's a set meal that comes with, it's a, it's a Japanese restaurant. I normally get sushi there. She, but she was like, I really like it. So, like a Taurus, if you like something, you just sick. you keep getting a whole bunch. Oh, or oh, like, that's why we keep going to the same. Uh, what? I know it's good, uh, but it's it's not just Tauruses. It's every fixed sign. Uh, your brother is a good a good um, a good example of that. Your brother's an Aquarius, yes. fixed sign. Mm-hmm. He has his, and he gets. He has his aunt, and they know the best places. He's got the yeah. In fact, we went to one. We went to um, a Malaysian place. Uh, Mamak. Yes. It's, um, there are times when the, the only time I've seen your brother has been at that restaurant. <laughs> He's like, hey, what are you doing here? What I'm, I'm eating. What are you doing here? He's like, I'm eating. And so, in fact, it, he's so well known to be in that spot amongst our family that even at Selma, who can never remember anything, she can remember the name of that restaurant. And she always mentions that, oh, yeah, Tony comes here a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, yeah, in fact, he does. I'm surprised I, don't, I haven't seen him here, you know, in the 20 times I've been here. Yeah, anytime we, we have that thing, like we had it this weekend, that we had a sibling's lunch, and uh, Tony picked a place, dim sum, right? Mm. And I couldn't even tell you the name of the restaurant. I have no idea. We went, and it, we just rely on Tony and Lisa to, uh, to, pick, out the to dishes. pick out the dishes. Because when they throw down, they know the best stuff. Yeah. And then Lisa, my sister-in-law, her brother was there, who's wonderful. And, of course, he has he knows what he wants, but he's picking his stuff. And, you know, they and there's some stuff that I'm like, nah, I'm not going to eat that. Right. But, you know, and there's stuff that it's like, oh, my God, this is the best. Like, I've, I've right. never had this before. And then the things that we're used to. But I love it that they have, they do know, and they have the variety. Like, you know, we go to, there's one Thai restaurant that we love to go huh. to. And I, I can't. Remember, I know what it looks like. I don't know the names of the dishes, but I know what they look like. And so we're like describing it to the people. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 I know what you want. So you know, and then <laughs> you he sound has, like Aunt Thelma. Yeah, and then he does it. He does it. He has it done a certain way. Like he has this, you know, dish, this basil chicken. Di- uh, he chop. They chop it really fine. You know, but you've got to ask for that. It's not on the menu. Of so course, it's course so you, funny. Of course, yeah. he orders off the menu. Yes, they order off the menu. So, but that's that's the kind of relationship they have with places that they go to. They really enjoy it, and people know them, and they know how to feed them. And that's, you know, they were telling us their story of, um, you know, like the first time they were out and about, just the two of them, they were looking at homes and property in Hawaii, Uh and they went to eat, and his wife, Lisa, is very like, hmm, 
um, she's the person on the cruise ship that makes friends with the Filipino crew. So yes. She can get all of her Filipino food. That's that. And it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, she looks at what everybody's eating and she looks around and she's seeing dishes that aren't on the menu. And she's like, where is that on the menu? Like, oh, that's the, uh, what do we call it? The native menu or the, yeah. And she's like, well, I want that menu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they've started to understand how um, the native Hawaiians, you know, they go into the restaurant. The locals. They have, the locals get their own menu. Yeah. They have their own dishes. And, <laughs> and it's a whole, it's a whole process now, which I think is good. They're moving there in May. So, oh, I, okay. yeah, May is the date. So this is, this is really cool. So, you know, they've got it down and, you know, we're very blessed to have them. So when we go over, we, you know, we like the locals do. <laughs> awesome. And, you know, so again, small things, uh, little gifts that you've just got to look at and say, you know, and experiences that you have to pull from. And, you know, does, does life make you humble sometimes? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's not, it's not a not good thing. It just is a process. Of under, oh, I get more more tea. So yeah, it's a process of, of really uh, getting to know me. It's about that internal emotional shift. So and I'm going to back it up here because <clears throat> it's about our unconscious supporting a story that we have had with us probably before we were born ancestral stories, right? We're bringing this in. And everything that happens to us or has happened to us supports a story that we unconsciously tell ourselves on a daily basis. Wow. We run on 90 to 93% unconscious. So when stuff shows up for us, it's an acknowledgement of our thoughts. It's acknowledgement of our inspired actions or not inspired actions. Because in the world today, if you do look at all that, you can see where there is such resistance to this. And I'm going to say this. There's resistance to the feminine energy that is now coming into the universe. Oh, yeah. And that, and this isn't a man-woman thing. Uh-uh. This isn't about, this is masculine-feminine. Uh-huh. The masculine is, is heading out and not going gracefully. The feminine is coming in. And for those that are embracing it, it's, a, it's, it's kind of an easy ride. It's a nice boogie board ride on a nice big wave, right? <laughs> but those that are not embracing it are uh, literally tipping over and crashing and burning <laughs> in the way. Let's just put it that That's my symbolism right there. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I think when we start to understand that and start to shift, you know, one of the things that um, really helped me shift was to clear the stuck blocks in my unconscious mind. And that's a whole process. And there's, you know, there are a lot of people out there doing different things to clear that. Um, you know, listening to Greg Braden, listening to uh, what's his name? I keep his faces in my head, and it's, he was a chiropractor at some point, and now he's he and Greg Braden and all those guys are Joe's name, Joe. It's not Vitaly though. It's another one. Yeah, I know it's, it's Joe. Yeah, I can't remember his last so, name. Either. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, listening to them, um, I'm now uh, playing around with uh, sound. As far as a wellness technique, sound, of course, light. I mean, we, you know, we have it here. We obviously know that, that sunlight is amazing for us, you know, until they said it's, it's not, you know. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, take your vitamin D drops or stand under, sit under that sun lamp. But there's a reason for that, you know, light. And now we have light therapy modalities that you can use. There's sound 
therapy modalities and certain frequencies that you can listen to. And there are certain frequencies in our everyday music that don't feel so good. And I think we all, we, we know what's good for us and not good for us. Actually, I was at a, at a restaurant last night and I found myself getting a little bit agitated and I realized that it was the music. Uh-huh. I, said, I don't know if I can eat here. And then I thought to myself, I can shift this. I just have to take a moment to shift it. And so I did my internal mm. centering, really, and just found that, literally found that underlying beat to some of the music that was soothing, even though it was very, um, let's just say, it was just not music that I'd like go in and play. Right. So, and it was a little loud. But, you know, it's the, it was the, the atmosphere, it was the place, and it was oh, Look at you. Like, look at you so being good. Because I, I would have been that old curmudgeon, like, we got to go. I'm done with this. Well, I, I kind of said that I don't know if I can eat yeah. here. But, and it's like, what is it about the music? And I'm going to ask myself now. So when you do come up against something that doesn't feel good, what is about that that's making me uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Is it the beat? Is it because I'm all about the the sound. So let's find that frequency or that beat that's going to soothe you in that, you know, what I would call a little bit of chaotic sound, right? So it's being able to do those things based on, you know, just some learned stuff in the past couple of years. I've been very blessed to say that that, that these folks are out there. I mean, you can YouTube it, you can sign up for stuff, you can do you know, whatever it is that you want to do. There's a lot of, I want to tell you this, there's a lot of free stuff on YouTube. Yeah. With sound frequency, um, you know, Joe Batalon, at least has taken pictures of the new kitten uh, prowling around the house and playing in the window. So, it's um, Joe Dispenza. That's Joe Dispenza. What, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Jen. You, Jen. Jen in the chat yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah. I so I think one of the things in, in one of our, you know, and this isn't a, a thing, a, we have someone I've got on here, it's the MAP Coaching Institute, and they really helped me a lot. And I put them on as a sponsor. They don't pay us. We don't pay them. <laughs> um, well, I have paid them for sessions. Right. But it, it was so empowering to work with these folks and and do some sessions. And then their work, I dug a little deeper. Or actually, I think it was like parallel. It's almost like I was looking into the specific work of this research psychologist and ended up with – Colette Stryker, who's of the MAP Coaching Institute, and ended up, she she, uh, mentored with him for, you know, I don't know how long, but back in the 80s, and she has devised a program, and this literally, this program helps remove um, emotions from stuck, from stuck, it could be trauma, it could be, um, I know she, they work a lot with people who stutter, and that's all based on past trauma. And so when you remove that trauma, you remove that pain, and that's the motto, the pain turns to wisdom, right? So, and we look at, as you look at that in life, and anything that we do now, um, once we go through something, and we can say, I went through that, and I can, and and some people, I do understand, they they use it, and people say, well, you're a victim of that. Well, not necessarily. What if you... You know, people say, "Well, survivor or whatever." I don't, uh, I don't get into disease or lack of ease, but I'm just saying, when you move through it and you can share your wisdom from having gone through it, 
with someone else. That pain has turned to wisdom. Right. And so this is where I I keep reiterating that as long as you're not bringing that emotion with you in the present, because, you know, we talked about anything, you know, your trauma or whatever has happened to you in your past. Every time you bring it up and you become emotional, it's like taking a rock and putting it in a backpack that you're wearing on your back. Mm. And it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And your past, you bring it to your present. So the idea is to stop that rhetoric, stop that repeating, stop that story. If you listen to Abraham, what are you beating the drum up? Stop mm. beating the drum. Well, that's not always an easy task, you know, to to stop beating the drum is something that has has literally rocked your world, right? And right. not in a not good way. So what this process does is it removes the emotion from that, not the memories, but the emotion, mm. so that you can talk about it in a way that's more empowering, more power-filled, can help someone on their journey, which is what I'm Saying this is exactly what's happening right now. So this is the work that I'm doing and the processes that I like to help people with and assist people with. And I think that's the really neat part is watching the soothing of things. Um, and I know that, you know, stuff happens to us every day. Yeah. This, like, again, back to the ebb and flow, yin-yang, it's, it's an ebb and flow world, but it doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be hurtful. It doesn't have to be, you know, when we look at the process of, of, of how we go through any, anything, whether it's having, you know, someone you love pass, which we've all experienced that, right? And not keeping that hurt of them not being here, but looking at their life and how beneficial and in gratitude that we are to have them actually if if you follow Raven on any Instagram, man, <laughs> I mean, every time I open Instagram, I see one of your posts and it's just, it's delightful. It's loving. It's soothing. It's a, it's a good morning and a good night. You know, it's all those things packed into one. It's remembering. And you're like, yeah, this is, this is life, right? Mm-hmm. This is, this is how we are. And, and the, and get sending out. Cause like you can feel there, you know, you're, you're reaching out and you're just loving and that's, it's like, okay, and you're, you know, yeah, you're how many miles away from us, but we feel you. And the fact that you, you spend, we feel like we spend time with you every week, which is great, you know, and it's like <laughs> not only here, but also, you know, on, on social media when I do get on there, but I tell you, every time I hit Instagram, man, there's, there's your post. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're beautiful. So thank you for that. It's just such appreciation, you know, to, to, to have people in your life that just um, inspire you and, and make you smile. And, you know, it's like looking at that as opposed to whatever the news, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, that's what I want to see. If I do social media, I want to see that. I want to feel that love coming right. in. I don't want to hear, you know, I'll be honest with you. There are people loving people I've blocked on social media because I can't look at their posts. Right. And um, that awareness, I think is the, is the key. And when people are aware that, uh, you know, what they're putting out there, it surprises me with what some people put out there, especially when they claim to be who they are. And, but you let it go. You still allow, allow them to be who they are. Well, I, and I also think to that end that people, we have, we have different facets of experiences. And, and so part of it is about, um, having your experiences and for me because I think there are people who 
we all know people who are our friends on social media, maybe friends in real life too, and you already know what they're about yeah. in a sense because they always, they always have the same stuff. Um, yes, and yes, mm-hmm. uh, Raven, we are more sensitive to everything in the world. So it is interesting how we process things and what we tend to see uh, and take in. So still kind of going on with the ongoing sports stuff that I, I get myself into. <laughs> Um, like you're fishing now for a cat. I'm fishing for a cat. But, uh, you know, the the social ramifications, like on a bigger scale, like you were talking about the divine feminine being resisted in a big way. And I think a lot of that's starting to come up in these scandals that are officially scandals now and not just, oh, well, that's just what – that's what that's what the boys do. That's what guys do, or that's just how things are. Yeah. They're not passing uh, it off anymore. Right. You got to clear it up. People are people are are saying, you know what? I didn't like this, and um, and it's not just a, it's, I I prefer that you not paw at me. You know that type of thing. It's it's setting a standard of of behavior that that says, well, you know, you still have to be responsible um, for your own actions, and. And so there is accountability in that. Um, there, it's interesting how we put up a lot of different laws and structures, but it, it, it is essentially um, a behavior that we have to recognize within ourselves. Like we have set up an environment where apparently that is what we're allowing. Like we allowed for that to be okay, right. in a sense, to, to allow – not even divide masculine, but just a very masculine approach mm-hmm. to things be okay. And what we're seeing is the emotional hit it has taken on men and women yes. where, you know, maybe, maybe it lends to a snowflake culture, but honestly, there's some stuff wrong when, when you have these little like microaggressions that end up being a pattern of abuse down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and well, you're, you're finding now too. There are women who are are being brought to light mm-hmm. who are part of some of this as well. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's, and it's not it's not a male it's not a male female, female thing. thing. Yeah. it's very much a, an energy that yeah. It, it and it's learned behavior. Let's go back to that because this is learned behavior. I, I you know so and so did it. So and so got away with it. And I mean even I I was talking to a couple of friends and. And they watch the news and stuff, and they are saying now that a lot of these officials are being charged with uh, you know, harassment and things like that, <laughs> then, then they're like, oh, that, that's just them being a god. Yeah. It's like, uh, no. no. There's some, there, at some point, the behavior has to stop, and what's happening is they're harassing younger women <laughs> who are saying – uh, no, this is inappropriate. Right. We're gonna we're gonna speak up, and right. it's, it's what you know. It's more than one person. So I think, but it's amazing how this. Um, and I don't want to say older generation, but in a way, because they perceive people a certain way mm-hmm. that they've said that that's just them being macho or or whatever word you know that they use. So we can have a discussion on it, and I under and I understand. And it's like I can allow that. At the same time, it's like you got to flip it on its head and say, when does it stop? Right. When does it stop being um, 
stop being appropriate. It's, you know, at some point, it doesn't feel good. So someone needs to speak up and someone is speaking up. Some ones are speaking up finally that this is not how you treat people. And I, like I said, I get, I get this, um, not on a daily basis, but, you know, doing, doing this job that I'm doing, and I think it's to really study human behavior. And <laughs> what is it? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just listening to you yeah, studying human like, behavior. Like, I'm like, I don't know why I like this. It's like detective work. It's kind of a weird little job that I'm doing. And I think it's to learn human behavior because I've not been in it before. I've not been. And you don't, I don't think it's like, wow, is the most of the world like this? And maybe because what does Abraham say? Not everybody's on the leading edge right. of this mind is thinking. The leading edge is just an edge. It's not, it's not yeah. a lot of space. Right. <laughs> I, was brought, I was brought in to this company for some reason. A lot of it has to do with staff there and how the, and there's been a major shift, mm. a major shift in the energy in the staff in a good way. And not, and not because of me, but because of how this co-creative experience has shifted other people. It shifted me too, but it's also shifted some other people to step up and into their power. Mm. I will say that they're mostly women. <laughs> so I think that's interesting, but it's like all, you know, just before the end of the year, just some major uh, things happened and people stepped down. Kept, and so that to me, I look at the energy and watch how it shifts. And so that's been really interesting uh, thing. Cause they say, you don't focus on it. It just kind of dissipates. It has to go into a direction. You don't, you don't walk by it. You don't look at it. You don't just, you know, it's just gone. And I will say that there are a lot of people um, that I was doing a lot of uh, communicating with, not necessarily co-creating with. Um, and they, they're gone. Wow. Like they're gone. And so there's been a lot of shifting and a lot of, um, uh, it's just been different. And, and to me, I'm thrilled. And I just kind of chuckled because I'm like, I'm going into a nine year this year. <laughs> I think some things are going to start happening. So I, I can feel that as well in the changes that are happening. I mean, I think it, it's just, I don't know. I could say the last, since COVID, because I have to appreciate COVID for allowing me to get in touch with me. And that was a huge thing. And I think if people can embrace that, you know, having to be, not necessarily by yourself all the time, but a lot of times you're by yourself and really go within and understand yourself and, appre- and appreciate yourself. Every person should appreciate yourself for being here on this planet. I don't want to say it's not easy, and sometimes it's not easy, um, you know. I, but I just lately I've just gotten super thrilled to be here. <laughs> you know, it's like this is so cool. You know? <laughs> Like, you know, when you watch, I mean, look, I mean, you guys can't see it, but Elisa and I, um, we, we own this beautiful home and, you know, gosh, if you're ever in Atlanta, come by and hang out with us and (laughs) cook in our kitchen. And, you know, so we were blessed by our family. Her brother um, has, you know, he and his wife remodeled this home and then they decided to move five miles down the road because it's a better school district for their daughter, who's only two. And so they're so funny. And so now they have this house, and they're like, God, we love this house too, but we don't, you know, we obviously need to be in this other district. And we found the house of our dreams, and you know, and then it's kind of like, well, we want to keep it in the family, and they made us an offer. And of course, I wanting to put down roots somewhere was like, you know, Elise and I kind of went back and forth, but here we are. And 
I just feel very blessed that I can sit at this table and look, I mean, look out at my backyard and see, <laughs> I mean, cardinals and uh, what are those little, I know they're robins and finches. And the other day there was this huge swooping, there were little black birds. Oh, what did Amy say they were? They were starlings. Starlings, thank you. And just to watch nature do its thing in the backyard, I'm like, this is so cool. Like it's it's a it's just a living, breathing movie, a beautiful nature movie that you can <laughs> sit here and watch on a daily basis. I mean, we had some snow not too long ago. You know, I'm sure Raven, you can tell us about snow, but you know, we had our what one and a half two inches of snow that left at night. You know, so. But again, going back to the appreciation and gratitude of everything that comes into this space, everything that um, is in your human space right now, like get thrilled about it. There's a gift, even in something that you don't feel at that moment is like, you know, if you're, if you're saying in your head, why is this happening to me? Don't ask that question. (laughs) Ask, where's my gift? Please show me my gift in this because you will receive a gift in so many different ways. Um, in so many different ways. And I think that it's beautiful. It's a beautiful life. It is. Yeah. It is. I, you know, and even with this house, this house, this is a house I lived in for a, a number of years before um, I moved in with my aunt. So I took a little break from the house. The house got fixed up. Hopefully I got fixed up too. <laughs> I come back and even in the basement of the house with all the stuff is, all the stuff we hadn't really looked at, we're starting to parse through it, you know, and, 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 and sort through, I mean, Anna, you're just ready to get the stuff out there that doesn't belong to you. Just suck it out, you know, throw it away. Well, I, <laughs> you throw it away. I'm trying not to be my father's daughter. And I think left your stuff in a house for over a year. You've kind of forfeited ownership <laughs> of it. So I love you, cousin, my other cousin <laughs> and his wife. For, you know, and you talked about closets. Every closet here was full when we moved in. Yeah. We had to move it out. And yeah to move in and unfortunately that stuff is kind of downstairs and and it's to me as far as space goes i really want to open up the space so the idea is let's let's move that stuff yeah i don't know where it's going but it's moving well once once we get the auntie moved there'll be a ton of boxes that, that we we'll, can we'll repurpose yeah we'll repurpose and i'm sure i mean there are some things in there that I know that they're really going to want. So I don't mind keeping that stuff. There's just some stuff in there that's, you know, been there for years and nobody's touched it. And so somebody else might be blessed with it. So I'm going to move, I'm going to, I'm going to take a look at that stuff. And um, yeah. So to, to, to move energy, new energy into your space or into your person, Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to move that old energy out, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that is, all of it. And nature abhors a vacuum, so uh, you got to fill it with something good. And so, yeah, w- my idea is uh, we're going to go through this stuff, and we're going to bless other people with things. And uh, hopefully the lawn equipment works because it's time for that. If not, I need to go get it tuned up because there's a lot of lawn equipment in here. My cousin doesn't do his own lawn anymore, so <laughs> he doesn't need the lawn equipment, so that's one thing. He hasn't done the lawn he hasn't in a long time. Like getting out in nature and, and mowing lawn and, and, and doing things outside. So, um, and this house certainly doesn't need the N E E D word doesn't need any 
nature. You know, we're going to do a garden this year, which I love. Yay. And then uh, um, we, we, we do like company, so I'm going to work on the parking issue out front. So those are my two goals. We have stuff to we do. Have, we have stuff to do, and we have stuff. And we, we have a lot of stuff. <laughs> we do. I, I think I, because I, I still have stuff at the old house, <laughs> and I was going through old cards, and, and it was just, it was like, like oh, and I received it again after, you know, decades, mm-hmm. and I tossed it in the two burn pile, you know, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it was a part, it was a period of my time of, mm-hmm. of life, and, and even, even some of the things I, I kept, like, oh, that was really sweet. This go like it's been not even twenty four hours. I'm like, you know, I think that's gonna go to because yeah. I I don't need to hold on to it, you know. I've had I, some I really found a bunch of box with a bunch of stuff I had from high school. So I'm gonna do my fortieth high school reunion this year. So I'll bring some of that and I will uh, maybe we'll give away things. I don't know because do I really need that stuff? I mean, unless somebody wants to keep it and hang on to it every time we get together. Oh. I mean, everything from football ribbons to um, you know little notes. All kind. I mean, it's beautiful. There's somebody who likes to do a scrapbook. Yeah, who would probably get into that. Would, would get into that. Personally, it's my 40th year. I'm not gonna be yanking all that stuff out. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll bring the bucket and say, "Have at it, folks!" And then, you know, um, we're good to go. I just want to enjoy the people, catch up. Well, catch up with them. I still talk to a lot of them, so that's that's the funny part. And still, they're part of my friend pack. We're still chatting, but yeah, I, you know, I feel very blessed to be able to sit here and have these conversations with yeah. you, cousin, and the fact that we're living in the same house, even though I don't see you very often, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I don't know sometimes if you're in your room or not, so I have to like knock on the door. It's a it's a branch of our of our Bangalore family where yeah. you know I learned it from my oldest brother. You yeah. could be here and not be here and not be here all the time. <laughs> And everyone, I'm like, you know, you and I used to go hang out and do lunch and stuff. I'm like, gosh, I should make an appointment with my cousin to, <laughs> to go have lunch. So, Liz, I'm appreciating you. Not, I'm not in a situation, but I love you so much to allow me to sit in and, and have these conversations with my cousin. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful hour to have this conversation Aww. with you and those that are in chat. Um, you guys are amazing, and we thank you for being here with us. And um, you know, call us sometimes and get on the air and have this conversation. Like, come on. I know, Raven, you do. You do every once in a while. But, yeah, so who's in there? Jen? She she she's she, she dipped out. All but, right. But thank you guys for being here. And um, just appreciate you. That's all. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. No, but we love you all. Thank you so much. Again, sending a lot of love and light to uh, Liz's mom and her family and Liz, of course. And we'll see what happens on Tuesday. But y'all have a great weekend. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, be good to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, let the light do the work. Yeah. yeah? Thanks All for right. listening to Universal Energy Radio. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Tell me that you like